T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch with Tom Ackerman. Last month, St. Louis's largest nursing home, Northview Village, shut down without warning. Dozens of residents were sent to other facilities with such little notice that many didn't have time to take their belongings. And that has raised concerns that it could happen again. With us now in studio, Marjorie Moore, Executive Director of Voice, a nonprofit that advocates for residents of long-term care. Good morning, Marjorie. Good morning. So when we look at what happened with Northview Village, I mean, it's an awful story. And a lot of people are concerned it could happen again at another facility. I know this company owns other facilities in Missouri. But, you know, what what caused this? Well, a, a lot of different things caused this. Um, first of all, it's it's not something that should have happened. Um, and it's something that could have been prevented in a lot of ways. We actually have a, a lot of things in place to make sure nursing homes don't close down in this manner. Um, so this was really kind of, I think, out of anybody's expectation. Uh, Facilities are supposed to give 60-day notices to uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid if they are going to close. Um, The facility could have let the state know earlier. The state could have taken over receivership to prevent this chaotic closure. So there's a lot of things that happened. Um, The thing that the owner's saying is that Medicaid uh, rates are low, and they are low in Missouri. Um, however, it's not this is it's not something that's changed. The cost of care hasn't changed significantly. Um, and what we're seeing is a lot of uh, for profit owners really kind of playing some shell games with um, with the money to bring more profit over to themselves and take more care out of the facility. Yeah, I am just amazed that it would happen so fast that they couldn't keep their belongings or they're just like everybody out. And then where do they go? And, and how does that happen? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that was the thing that really a lot of people are still wrapping their minds around. We know that the state was down there uh, that by six or seven o'clock that day um, trying to help manage things and make sure things went in an orderly manner. But we know that there were um, a lot of other facilities down there basically just grabbing residents and whatever they could. Um, some grabbed residents, um, you know, without any things. Um, and we think that that could have been taken care of in a, in a much more orderly manner, too. But uh, because of the chaos, because of the number of residents that needed to be moved so quickly. And I think also because of the way that this facility is situated, it's on a one-way street. Um, it's very narrow. Um, so I think that there that probably contributed to a lot of the chaos as well. Now, the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services says it's launched an investigation. But realistically, what can they accomplish in this? Well, I think uh, they've already the the owner's already given up his license for this particular facility, so we don't we don't expect to see this facility open reopen again anytime soon, and certainly not under this ownership. 
Um, but, you know, some of the things that they could do, they can look at the ownership, the uh, other facilities that this ownership group owns. Um, the minority owners also own a lot of other facilities within our community and uh, actually throughout the country as well. So, you know, we can, they can take action against those licenses as well, um, as well as putting additional st- scrutiny on the quality of care within those facilities. And I think that that's the really important thing, too. This facility was a one-star facility on CMS's star rating system. It's a one-to-five system. So um, and it, that seems to be fairly consistent. Um, the other two that are in this area are two stars by this uh, ownership group. Um, and so I think it's really important to put additional scrutiny onto those facilities to make sure that residents that are in those places are being cared for really well and that staff are being taken care of appropriately and that their financials are, are up to snuff. You just mentioned something right there, staff. Uh, where are we on staffing for the future? I mean, I got to think that this need is just going to continue to grow and grow as this generation gets older. Exactly. I, I think that's one of the things as we really look down to the future of the baby boomers growing older, Gen X starting to grow older. Um, we know that there's going to be more and more need for care, whether that's in hospitals, nursing homes, and private res- residences. People are going to need care. And when ownership um, does things like that to break the trust of their employees so badly, it's hard to look at a future where people want to go to work for these companies. So um, it's really important that we continue to rebuild our trust in the nursing home industry um, and that they do that by doing well by their staff and by their residents. What needs to happen going forward to keep this from happening again and to improve conditions in these sites? I think one of the biggest things that we need to do is get back to regular surveys of facilities uh, by DHSS. Um, they've been really behind for quite a long time um, since since COVID. Um, and, you know, that's certainly a concern. We need to make sure that our facilities at all levels, from skilled nursing, assisted living, residential care, all of those licensed care facilities are regularly surveyed Um ideally on an annual basis, which is actually what the federal law says for skilled nursing facilities. Um, We need to get more funding into that system um, in particular to hire more surveyors. They're also underpaid um, and make sure that they have enough people. I think also strengthening the ombudsman program, which is a federal program that's run by the state um, and voice operates that program here in the St. Louis area, um, bringing more ombudsmen in to be able to make sure that resident rights are are constantly being looked at and kept at the top of mind. Because when it comes down to it, nursing homes are people's homes. This isn't just somewhere they are for a little bit. This is their home for often the last several years of their life. And so we need to start treating them like this. Voice is V-O-Y-C-E, and your site is voicestl.org. Can you go there and donate, volunteer, become involved? Absolutely. Yeah, you can go to go and donate and help us continue the good work we've been doing, working with a lot of other organizations to make sure that uh, these residents and all the residents of long-term care communities in our area are taken care of. Um, we're always looking for volunteer ombudsmen. It's a, it's a hard job, but um, definitely worth it. And then we also have opportunities to get involved in committees and other things to continue to strengthen long-term care in our community and then advocate. Um, you know, legislative session opens up today and um, we need more people speaking up for nursing home residents in, the, in those spaces as well. Marjorie Moore, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. That is Marjorie Moore, Executive Director of Voice, joining us here on KMOX. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 